Hello, Logic friends. This episode of the Logic Podcast is brought to you by Cinesis.io. These guys have been my reseller for over 15 years, and we could not do what we do without them. They're fantastic partners, no matter what size your business. To find out more about their remote workflow solutions, check them out at Cinesis.io. The forum is open. If you haven't already signed up for forum.logic.tv, head on over there right now. We have almost 800 users, 65,000 page views a month. It really is becoming the place to go for all things flame and visual effects. That's forum.logic.tv. Logic.tv is now on Patreon. If you like what we're doing with the forum, Logic Live and Logic.tv, then please consider heading on over to patreon.com slash logic.tv and signing up as a patron. We have three tiers of sponsorship with some great swag, discounts, and other benefits for our patrons. So again, that's patreon.com slash logic.tv. It's so wonderful to welcome our friends at AJA Video Systems back to Logic Live. If you need anything in the realm of video IO or streaming hardware, check out aja.com. Everyone knows that Boris FX makes the best plugins in the business. Mocha, Sapphire, Silhouette Paint, Continuum, and the new Optics. You can save 15% on all of Boris FX plugins, either standalone or subscription, by using the code LOGIC-15 at checkout. That's capital L, lowercase o-g-i-k, dash one five at checkout. Grant from GVFX is a London-based flame artist with a passion for learning. Grant reached out and said he wanted to do a Logic podcast about learning, about how to stay engaged and how to keep learning the rest of your life. This was a phenomenal conversation and I'm so happy he reached out. Here's my conversation on lifelong learning with Grant from GVFX. So I'm so excited for this. I, I was floored when we had our little uh, our little chat the other day. That you you want to talk about basically something that I'm I'm super passionate about, and it's just lifelong learning. Cool. You know, and how do you how do you stay challenged? Like, there's this phenomenon that I call the the gravitational attraction towards complacency. Yeah. It's not an age thing. So when I say older, I'm, I don't mean getting up there in years, but like. As you, as you get older, as you accumulate more uh, uh, dependence, <laughs> you know, whether it's and mm. obligations, children, mortgages, car, car notes, whatever, and more years under your belt, yeah. you know, it's so easy to, to, uh, to fall into that pattern of like, I just want to maintain what I have. Absolutely. And I don't know anybody in this business that got into it to maintain. We got into it because we were excited. Like you, either you maybe you'd be sitting in a movie theater or watching TV, you know, on the on your the floor of your your parents' like living room because you know that, we only had one TV back then, and you'd see something and it'd just be blown away, and you're like, oh my god, I want to do that, I want to run and talk to my friends about it, and then I want to, you mean I get to, I can get paid to do this for the rest of my life? Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, when you realize that it's there on offer, that's a big moment. Really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I think the fact that you wanted to talk about this just blew me away. It just made me so happy. Like I'd be grinning from like my, my face hurts from smiling <laughs> Good. because I'm so passionate about this as well. So I'm delighted you've said that it's uh, coming to the, you know, deciding what you're going to talk about um, is uh, kind of weird. I thought I would talk about my business. I'd talk about my website, things I, and, and it just felt like it was kind of boring and, um, you guys have all like done that kind of work and I didn't want to say the same stuff that everyone else is going through. And, and, and a little bit of what I was thinking about was learning. And I thought, God, I was quite nervous, I guess, about speaking about learning because it's, I, I think it's quite personal. But when I was honest with myself, that was the part of it that really excited me. I mean, that's what I've based my life around. This is my central kind of purpose. And so I thought, well, let's just be honest then. And Let's talk about that. Um, Randy and I spoke about it recently, and we we decided it was a uh, almost taboo. And I, I think in some in some cases, it's not something that we um, bring up easily. We all talk about results of learning, but we never talk about the kind of paddling that we're doing uh, beneath the surface. So I think some of us are working really hard to move things forward. So today, I thought we'd just have an honest chat about. Um, how we can do that, you know, how you can get the most bang for your buck, how you can move forward without killing yourself and how you can fend off that gravitational pull. Like, uh, as you're rightly saying, life doesn't get any easier. <laughs> it's um, going to I've noticed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, um, it's going to carry on getting more complicated. And I guess what we're talking about today is ways to kind of uh, keep the excitement going and get what you want out of it. So, um, 
We're calling it Z and the Art of Compositing Practice. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Cool. Um, so there is a quote coming later from uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Um, not because it's got anything to do with what we're talking about, but I do want you to know that I've read the book. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Okay, cool. So watch out for that. That's coming up later. So let's start with the forum, which I think has turned into the central hub of the remote uh, model, or not just the remote model, but it's now the hub of Flame. It's got the future of Flame in its hands. I think what happens oh, on that forum will dictate, uh, you know, whatever happens to Flame is funneled through that forum. You know, that group of people are now I guess we're all using that as the replacement for the apprenticeship system that we all used to have in facilities. And that works really well now that we're all online. So the forum has become a vital uh, place to be. So that, I guess the hope is that we're all going to uh, be um, get up here and chat like I am so that we can all get to know each other better. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the t uh, setting up uh, remote is something that we're all doing as well. So it's worth mentioning that I think that, um, now is a, a fantastic time to be remote or independent, shall we say. Um, it's not 100% true, but there's a, uh, it's easier for us to connect individually and perhaps slightly less need for a huge hub that owns the means of production. And in some regards, I'm not talking about the gig economy, I'm talking about a flexible economy. And this isn't just happening in flame. This is happening in all careers and jobs throughout the world that we can hook up over the internet and do mm -hmm. this. And now's a good time for us all to be uh, going it alone. It's never been easier or the barriers to entry have never been lower for, for, for being independent. Exactly. I mean, you and I spoke last week about the possibility of entering the industry now with just a laptop and a pen, mm -hmm. you know, which is fantastic. So the, the technology is only a, a small part of it now. So it's really about w what you know now, isn't it? And of course, who you know. <laughs> yeah, I was on, I was, I, I was on a, uh, last Saturday, I was invited to be on a panel to talk to a bunch of students at a university about future of, of, uh, of, of our industry. These were all like film students, basically. Nice. And that's definitely one of the things I touched on was, you know, back in the, in the late 1800s, when I, when I got into the, you know, when I got out of university, it like one of the major considerations for where you went to, to work or to, you know, to start your career was the place that had, that gave you access to the tools. That's right. Yeah. And they put their flames in the front of their facilities in glass covers and they were, they showed off that they were in the club, right? right. Oh yeah. Right. A hundred percent. Right. Um, we were put in the back, the people were put in, in a closet and the flames were out in a, you know, out on display. Yeah. But that whole consideration is gone. But you know, this, I still said to them when they asked, you know, that, that the classic question of, so how do I get into the industry? How do I get a job as, as employers, we don't expect you to know anything. We certainly don't expect you to know everything, but we don't expect you to know anything. You know, yeah. what we expect from you is to be enthusiastic. We expect to see that potential, to see that spark, to see in you the same thing that we had in ourselves. Like, yeah. you know, that of, of uh, and I think that that's, that's extremely exciting. I, I also, um, while we're throwing out quotes, uh, <laughs> uh, the creative director at our uh, at our company has said, uh, and, and maybe he stole this from somewhere. I don't know. Was that like, there's never been there's never been a more uh, exciting time to be exceptional than right now. Okay, I love and, it. And, and never a more frightening time to be. Hold on a minute. I'm just going to note. I'm just taking a note of that. Be <laughs> exceptional. <laughs> yeah. There's ne right. But like, there's never, I think it was, there's never been a better time to be exceptional and a worse time to be mediocre than right now. Okay. Well, you certainly have to, yeah, you certainly have to make, you have to plow your own furrow right now, don't you? You mm -hmm. have to carve up your niche and yeah, absolutely. You have to stake your claim. I, I think that's mm -hmm. true. Yeah. But I'm so glad that you, you, you respond that way uh, about the forum and, and that whole notion of like, while we've all been in lockdown, you know, while we've all been separate we've we've really come together like we've never been so close together i mean it's it's more connected we've never been as connected it's wonderful 
I think the idea of uh, on uh, since it became logic, the idea of getting to know each other better is right there. When it was Facebook, they were all just anonymous streams of names that you see the names again and again. And I, I think now that that that's really changed. Like I'd rather know who someone is. And I mean, you, I don't know if some of you might know. You can hit a button, and and this guy you're chatting to will show up on your audio. Right there, it's live chat and live audio, and, and I've doing I've doing that with John Ag in um, in Sydney. Wait on the forum, on the forum right there, yeah. On on what you call it, the um, the Discord. Oh, on Discord. Thing. Okay, I was about to say I got to get Randy on the phone here. Oh, Randy, how come well, you didn't tell me about this feature? Hold on. So that's it. I mean, yeah. So it's 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 a little off center. It's not it's not like in the ah. you know the main feed, but you know that way. Basically, we're all getting used to just hitting the button like. I can't do this. Can you call me? It's beginning mm -hmm. to happen. And this guy was a stranger a minute ago, and now he's not. You know. And then those things keep up, so you 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 end up um, chatting with more and more people. And and then when you know them, you can call them in a fix, and they can call you. And mm -hmm. you can't do that when you you know when you're not um, when you don't know them as well. So I think that the quality of feedback is um, is personal now, and that makes the, the community really tight knit, which is. Mm -hmm. But that's fantastic. So that's why I think it's the, it's replaced the uh, the apprenticeship system that we used to have in facilities. You mm -hmm. know, it's the online is much stronger version. So yeah, I, it's really it's really taken on a new importance. That's great. Um, cool. Okay, let's um, let's whiz through this. Um, okay. For, for for those of you at home, since this is only audio, I can see Grant has a list that's as long as it's it's like he unscrolled it. He had like the you know. Someone came out in pantaloons and with a giant Trump. Like, I trumpet. don't think I could remember like, this stuff. You know, <laughs> like like a proclamation, like a royal proclamation. <laughs> unfurled this parchment. So I do have a, I have a long list. Um, Randy and, and Andy mentioned doing this a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, shit, what earth would I say? So I started noting down what I was doing, and it grew into this document. <laughs> but if you think I'm coming on here without notes, you're sadly mistaken. <laughs> But uh, what we've got to do, though, is um, um, if I refer <laughs> if I refer to my notes and it sounds like I'm reading, you got to just give me a wave, okay? So if I suddenly stop in the middle of what I'm saying, it's because Andy's waved at me and, and I have been brought to an abrupt halt and we're going to start conversing and I'm going to stop reading, okay? <laughs> yeah. Or if you hear from Grant, if you hear like... <laughs> I had my note here somewhere. Hold on. Hold <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to read a little story, okay? Go for it. <laughs> this is when I started. Um, I set up GVFX exactly when Flame was unleashed. I was doing an in-house job in um, Saatchi. And uh, we were uh, in London, and we were a three-minute walk from our creatives. They were upstairs on another floor. And out of utter laziness, we started... Um, reviewing each other's work on WeTransfer, which is kind of shameful. And we, we stopped visiting each other and we would actually go for days uh, working in our separate rooms at the other end of the corridor and not seeing each other. And it just struck us all, I think, that that was the moment that we didn't need to be in the same building. And it does not sound like a revolution now because it's already happened, but four years ago, that was a crazy idea that you could be separated from your hardware. So that's what happened. So boom, it started and I set up remotely. I think as a lot of people have now have now done. The problem is when I went remote that, um, well, when I was full-time, I was a, a sapient as head of visual effects for about eight years. And we had a couple of big um, repeat uh, contracts like Sky TV and stuff like that. It was very repetitive and I'm sorry to say that in, although I tried to keep learning, I in some ways stopped learning and I, you know I had kids and bought a house and all that kind of stuff. Remote or freelance or being on your own or whatever you, or being in a collective, whatever you call it, it has thrown the doors wide open and suddenly I find that I don't know what clients are going to send and uh, everything is on the table and I think that has demanded that I readdress things. And then lockdown came and I had time to figure out, I think, a system by which I can try and grapple with this and, and get get a handle on it. So that's really what today's about. Um, okay, you ready for my um, uh, quote? Go for it. Okay, um, this is, well, it's not so much a quote, it's, for, it's called Persig's Brick, which is from Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Um, a student who's trying to write about all of the USA and is completely overwhelmed and can't do it. And the tutor eventually narrows her down to 
a single brick in the top left-hand corner of a, a hotel in a particular street, and this unlocks her creative uh, juices. So she starts to write. And I think my problem has been trying to learn all of visual effects. I don't know who is um, guilty of that, but... Um, uh, overwhelm was the result. <laughs> yeah. You end up getting nowhere, or you jump from this course to that course, or you try this and, and you don't stick it. So I started looking for a system. I realized the importance of needing a system. I came across this wonderful quote from Atomic Habits uh, We do not rise to the level of our goals, we fall to the level of our systems. Ooh. Uh, which I love. Um, and not least because I could finally get rid of goals, <laughs> which we'll get onto in a minute. <laughs> so I realized I was looking it's for like the learning. It's like the learning equivalent of saying, you know what, you know, I've decided to stop trying to lose weight. I'm just going to buy bigger pants. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. Do you know what? I actually used this system to lose weight. I hope we don't touch on that later. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's not go next, there. next week on a very personal logic live <laughs> that, well I, I went too personal last week didn't you but i was telling you about my dental hygiene well um okay so um so that was um the day i switched from rubber dental brushes uh, instead of dental floss i i made a huge difference to my dental health mental health perhaps that should have been and um and what we're talking about here is finding tiny ways to make a huge difference. And the biggest change I made to my learning was to finally ditch goals to relegate my to-do list. I, I figured out that um, I thought I was being organized by noting down everything that I wanted to learn in my massive to-do list. And then I realized that this was just whack-a-mole and I couldn't win and ticking stuff off does not reduce the pile. And I was... <laughs> Just creating a bigger and bigger list of stuff that I couldn't do. So the tiny switch I made was putting the same stuff in every day and repeating it. Mm -hmm. And the difference was like night and day. I suddenly started um, making some progress. And that's what the rest of this chat is, is about. And yes, great. It, it does make the rest of your, your life slightly chaotic. My house is full of dripping taps and broken furniture. And, um, <laughs> and they will remain until such time as I've conquered aces. <laughs> <laughs> That's phenomenal. <laughs> so, dude, I, I know so many people, like so many people, I, 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 who, I meet them or, you know, or they, 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 they come to work with us or, or I start to work with them. And they say to me, I want to learn... Uh, flame, oh, great, and then a week later, they're you know using uh, resolve, and then and mm. then I thought I thought you were learning flame. Well, I wanted to. I thought resolve would would be better, and then a week mm. after that, they're in trying to learn Houdini, and then a week after that, they're <laughs> trying to learn. I think you've hit, you've hit the nail on the head, Andy. That yeah, as, it's as overwhelming. Humans, it's we want overwhelming. novelty. We want new stuff, don't we? And it's exciting. Uh, and learning is entertainment. And I think sometimes we're not really serious about it. We just want to entertain ourselves. And I've written down here that um, the intention is to bore ourselves silly by doing the most reps. So we're actually mm -hmm. trying to, what you're saying here is that we're trying to take that out of it, this jumping around. We're going to get something bedded in until it's second nature. And then it's ready to use in production. You know, well, it's also... It's like it's overwhelming. Like all of these things are overwhelming. I mean, but mm. what you described uh, a few minutes ago about you know the the the, the quote uh, from Zen and the Art of, of of the motorcycles about the yeah. you know the brick in the hotel yeah. is like just extract you know visual effects or flame from the equation and and just replace it with something else. You have I, I can see behind you you have a, you have a piano. You know, like <laughs> at some point you have to start learning the piano. You know, like. You have to yeah. learn what the notes are and, and finger positions, and then you progress to chords. And you don't just declare one day that I'm going to master music and expect yeah. that like later that afternoon you're going to have mastered music. Absolutely, yeah. And, and de yeah, declaring that you're going to master it in no way gets you there. It's the doing it every day. Only momentum counts, isn't it? It's mm -hmm. the doing the reps every day. That is, that's all we care about, actually, because that's the getting there, isn't it? So oh, totally. dates become meaningless. Um, you know, whether I finish reading a book in April or March, 
isn't actually any different. The only the only difference is did I read it every day? Unless um, you had to bring it back to the library in March, <laughs> then, then it actually makes a difference. But absolutely, um, I've written that goals goals undermine motivation. Goals are an if then equation. Uh, I think that if you say you're going to learn flame, that's probably enough. That's could be hazy and vague. I think a general direction is enough. I'm going to learn compositing. I wouldn't plan any more than that. Um, well, Grant, do you have any specific examples of like? Uh, yeah. Even yeah. Let's do that. Let's dive into. Okay, absolutely. To... Well, let, let's say right. The specifics of the system are: gather up, make a list, whatever you do, all your non-urgent work, all of the stuff that you are not doing, because that's the stuff that's going to change your life. So, if you want to do expressions and you're not, or if you want to do aces and you're not, so stop firefighting immediately. Make a list. Decide how much downtime you have, and for mo for most of us, that's going to be a hugely variable number. You might have a full week, one week. You might have nothing for three weeks. You might have a day, but you have to marry up the non-urgent work with the downtime. Divide it up into half-hour slots and repeat that day ad infinitum. Tweak it every day until it spreads out over a week but just keep returning to it. And anything else that shows up, if it isn't one of those high priorities, it doesn't fit into your week. And that if it doesn't fit into your week, it doesn't fit into your life. And therefore you're already trimming things down and getting a handle. You're no longer trying to do everything. And you can see by looking at your schedule, and this happens to me a lot, if, if something important comes in, but it's not important enough, and I see that my schedule is full, it just gets left out now. So you start saying no to a lot of things that you thought were were vital. So that, that, that's the basics of the system. It, it um, uh, gets knocked out of the way whenever a client job starts or when priorities really do shift um, and you have to start over uh, again and again. Um, it's great for stopping uh, what I say wheel spinning whenever I run up against a problem and I get stuck. For a long time, I let my wheels spin. I used to get angry and keep looking at it until until um, I, I would crack it. And sometimes you never crack it, which leads to a, a great deal of frustration. But now with this system in place, you don't have time to get stuck. You simply note down what you got stuck on and that forms tomorrow's schedule. So on it goes. So the momentum remains regardless of whether you're stuck or not. Some examples of things I've come across, I'll take one from uh, what Finn said in uh, podcast number 46. <laughs> the, uh, it's like you're quoting, quoting, you're quoting the scripture and <laughs> verse, chapter and verse of scripture. <laughs> uh, so the scripture according to Finn, um, something he said, which I thought was lovely, he said, I looked at the input rule window 50 times and each time I thought, what does that do? And I closed it and went off and I did something else. And what he was, I, I, I just liked the way that um, what he was talking about there was familiarity because eventually he opened that window and probably without too much pressure after having seen it 50 times, he probably went, I think I've got a vague handle on that and did something with it. And that's a really, really nice way to progress. It's not, um, it's not a sitting down and a saying, I want to force this. I need to know what this window is. It's just diving in and having a look. So I thought, I thought that was a really nice way to learn. Yeah, totally. And I'm like, I'm right now. I'm I'm learning Nuke, right? Oh, are you? I, I, yeah. I've just spent a long time on that, and yeah. Oh well, shit. I have a question right. for you about Roto that we'll talk about after the the recording here. The get um, it done in India is the answer to that. Thank you very much. We've been speaking with Grant McKean here from uh, GVFX in London. Wanting, like, I've wanted to learn Nuke for. I don't know, a decade or something like, yeah, it's always been that thing I wanted to try. Okay. And, but there yeah. was, there was always a barrier for me. Yeah. It was always, it, like you said a minute ago, something came up, like the, something always came up. There was always an excuse to not try. Right. Or, or I could always find one. Yeah. So, um, I had been playing around with copycat. There's, there's this new tool in nuke that lets you train your own machine learning tools. I'm I read like, about fasc it. Yeah. I'm fascinated by it. Yeah. The, the side benefit of it, though, is it's allowed me to figure out how to use Nuke. And I'm doing air quotes here. Use. Like, yeah. okay, like I don't know this app at all, but I guarantee you there's a way to make a keyframe. 
and there's got to be a way to connect two nodes. Yeah. And I bet you there's even a way to copy and paste them. Like little basic everyday. Like I didn't decide on a Thursday that I've got this insane like visual effects comp to do for my job today. Yep. And fuck the world. I'm just going to do it in Nuke. You know? You, you, no, no, you no, 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 no. Byproduct, right? You were looking at Copycat and your experience of Flame joined with your, you know, you were able to use a hunch and a guess and, and it formed around and that's you. That's it. I started really small. Like, well, I've got to bring some images in here. Well, I know on Flame there's an import node. Yeah. Is there an import node in Nuke? No. They call it read. Ah, okay. Do you know, that marries up with the thing you said the other day about. Um, what you got a versioning job and you turned it into a learning opportunity. You start, you created a system by which you could learn. So you got something that you didn't really want to do, but by the end of it, you'd found a neat way to edit it and make it more efficient and faster. And it's like, and also you said you'd learned Python on the train. So they're just, they're just ways of like, um, squeezing the learning in and letting it happen around what you're doing. Right. It's like, you know, getting it for free, you know, yeah, totally. And also, uh, like like what you like, I used to. Uh, if there's one thing I totally miss from uh, pre-lockdown times was uh, my commute. I had a 45 minute train ride into New York City every day, and that for me, and this is me. Like I had to, you know, just like you you, you kind of alluded to earlier, I had to have like an honest conversation with myself, you know, about like, and this is true with everything in my life, you know, like whether it's like uh, uh, fitness goals or uh, relationship goals or, or occupational, like, you know, and I know we're not supposed to talk about goals, but goals. Um, <laughs> Boo, down with goals. Well, the, the thing, the, the, the one thing in the equation is you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, like for me, it was like, I've got to go to the gym and exercise. Okay. All right. Well, when am I going to do that? You know, how am I going to do what What system can I put in place knowing my own like shortcomings and tendencies yeah. Yeah. so that I won't always find an excuse. I got you. It's like a hack. It's like a hack. Yeah, it's, it's a hack. But yeah. it's like, understand, you know, otherwise you're going to fall into the, like the, 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 the spinning wheel of, 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 uh, of failure. So like for me, it was, I have this, if I decided that I was going to learn Python at home or at work, it would never happen because I'm a flame artist, which means at any moment, the world could explode, you know, exactly. and it does. Well, it's a live situation. You don't know when the phone's going to ring, right? And right, exactly. And then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose and you look up and four days have gone by. And then right. if I decided I was going to learn it at home, eh, I get home, I'm tired, and then the kids, and there's a, that 45 minutes on the train, there were no distractions. There was nothing. And no. it was digestible. Like, today, I'm going to try to figure out how to make a folder in Python. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to try to figure out how to write my own compositing app. I'm going to try to figure out how to make a folder and then yeah. how to make another one and then how to change its name. Like, you know, it's yeah. little by little by little by little by little digestible little things. And then I found out that the time that I'm on the train, it was like like 8.30 to 9.30 in the morning, happened to coincide with when Fred Warren was awake. That poor, poor <laughs> bastard who is Sorry, such a saint, St. Fred, because I would, you know, I would be like, Hey, Fred, <laughs> I can't change the name of my folder. You know? um, but even that was like, find, I found a support system. I found somebody who was willing to help. Yeah. You know, I, I was Googling yeah. my heart out, you know, but yeah. then I found somebody who was willing to help. So it's know, know, know your limitations. The fact that Fred was happy to help. Yeah, Fred was into it as well, you know. Um, yeah, well, I think he, re he reacted to that enthusiasm. Yeah, 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 yeah. People like that. Like you can bounce off it, right? And oh, also, yeah. um, the you, the train became like um, there was it became like automated behavior. That's just what the context made you think Python. Do you know what I mean? So you, Bingo. You, yes. You, you don't have to force yourself to do Python or or find an error because train is Python and the link is made. So yep. the behavior is easy, right? Yep. When I would walk to the train station, you know, I would say to my I, that was like my head, my brain shifted from like work mode yes. to like. Oh, yeah. now I know what I got to try to figure out how to do. Yeah. So eventually you kind of get Python for free, right? Just by riding yeah. the train. Yeah. You just let time pass. You let time do the work. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. I just want to say I'm on, on the nuke front. I did. I hooked up with Steve Wright, who does um, one-on-one -on -one tuition. And uh, um, 
we did a three-month course looking under every single stone in Nuke. And uh, it took me a lot longer than three months. <laughs> uh -huh. But uh, yeah, so courses are a good way to do it as well. But if you don't then consolidate what you learn on the course, it's mm -hmm. gone, right? Yep, completely. But, anyway, but that's there if anyone wants to hook up with Steve Wright. He's the guy that wrote all the books. Oh, sweet. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he'd be delighted. And uh, I can give you details. Uh, cool. Okay, where are we? Shall I read a story from my notes? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have okay. music prepared, but I don't. I will absolutely add storytelling music to the recording. <laughs> Can you add some music in there if we have a long silence? Okay, cool. Um, FBX, I wrote. Yeah, okay. Here is one. If I'm currently looking at FBX to hook up all my different programs, and I found um, that if you load an FBX, then you tend to think you've cracked it because it works. But then the next day you load it up and it doesn't work, and you go. That's kind of weird. And then you realize there's actually like a hundred different permutations of what works and what doesn't. So I'm going to give a really specific example here of um, I was trying to get a flame alembic into uh, a new, sorry, a nuke alembic into flame. You're a brave uh, man. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it, this is actually, it's quite relaxing, this work, actually. There's a default... Um, setting there's tons of defaults and one of them says consolidate geometry and it effectively hides your nuke axis from flame now that's the kind of stuff i, I don't want to um ha be forced to remember when i'm on a client job so i started putting in my daily schedule to load up one fbx or one alembic from one program to another every day and just wrote just write down what happens and then it's there so it's keep a reference file so wherever you go and this would be true of Python or true or wherever you go, just note it down, if you know what I mean. So you've got that list of, you know, because this is stuff that you won't remember. I think it's too, it's too small. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, uh, here's another good one. The equipment that we all suffer from, the equivalent of, um, this is stuff that actually happened when uh, I was trying to learn, um, I was, I was trying to get After Effects going, trying to get a flame axis into After Effects for track code. I was trying to make. Uh, we're speaking. We're speaking to technical technical masochist Grant McKean. I'm today. sorry, I'm a little bit <laughs> off flame at the moment, but that, that happened to be what I was. No, that's fine. At, at the time that I was prepping, so some of this is a little bit off flame. So what I wrote here was, um, you've done a ton of work on a camera track. And you're in the flurry of figuring it out, doing this and that, and, and you get it and you check your final results. And there's always that moment after half an hour of arguing with a camera track that you, when you're about to look to see if it worked, compare it against the original, you've always got your heart slightly in your mouth, like, did I waste the last half hour? And in this particular inst instance, it, it drifted really badly, like the maths was skewed and just the way a camera track would misunderstand. And it was only by coming back the next day that I realized I had compared my camera track to an unstabilized clip and that drift was perfectly legitimate. <laughs> it's like a typo or yeah. so, or in the same is, is true of a bug. If you're learning something and a bug happens, it's the, the thing that you're unconscious of happened when you weren't very sure and your mm. uncertainty together with the, uh, the program, the typo or the bug means you're lost at sea. And I think coming back every day cleans out those um, those mistakes um, that you don't see in the heat of battle. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. yep. Okay, cool. Totally. Let's let's real quick. Like you actually touched on something that I love talking about, and that is the heat of battle, and yeah. um, and and ways to kind of combat that the yeah. the panic, the ways to keep the panic at bay. Uh, well, that's it. Your your cognitive powers reduce as your stress goes up, mm -hmm. and and that's a bad that that equation is working against you, isn't it? Like the more stressed you, it's a spiral, isn't it? And I think oh my god, yes, it's an absolute <laughs> spiral. Yeah, yeah, and we we want to find ways to like de-escalate that somehow. And I I guess that I guess that's what we're talking about here, isn't it? To try to get in there first and figure out the things that you know are, are maybe not going to work so well so that they don't, there's no gotchas in production, you know, there's not going to oh, be yeah, none. Sure. There's always <laughs> there's going to be none, right? But we're, I guess yeah. we're trying to reduce them, you know. I try to, when I feel my, uh, my heart rate increasing and like this cold sweat forming and everything, because 
it's not working, it's not working, it's not working, it's not working. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You know, what I, what I found helps is to like take that task and put it off to the side mm-hmm. and just work on some things that like go roto some shit. You know, you things like, on. like st- stop. And like I've, um, I, I wrote here the, um, the answer is never at your desk. It's always in the shower or someplace else. Mm-hmm. And apparently now there's tons of research to, to show that when you stop working on a problem, your brain carries on. So when you come back to it, you actually have moved the pro you have a deeper understanding so mm-hmm. that it's perfect. You've got to stop, right? Yeah. For me, I have to stop, but then what I'll do is like there's 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 always something else to, that you can do to move the project forward or move the task forward. That's why I said like, yeah, like Roto or in the old days yeah. Dust or Bust or drinking or, or, or something like that. Yeah, well, there's always there's 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 never a, it's five o'clock somewhere. If that's one thing this global community has taught me, but like, I have this tremendous. That's even like when 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 you start a job and there, are, and you just feel overwhelmed. Yeah. There's so much to do. I'm never going to get this done. Yeah. When I feel that happen, I just start on the simple tasks. Like, again, like Roto or a little bit of simple cleanup or something. Because then I know, all right, I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. Yeah. And like you said, the brain keeps going. Yeah. And usually for me, at some point during those mundane tasks where I know I'm still making progress, I have like a, aha, you know, ooh, 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 ooh. And then I go back and I try it. And maybe it doesn't work. And that's fine. I mean, that's just classic. It's it's just lovely because those moments really are, are, are what we need to avoid. And compartmentalizing, someone said to me the other day, I, I, it's not a word I've used much, but I think it just means separating out tasks. I mm-hmm. think, you know, just doing one thing at a time. Like I say that to my kids all the time. One mm-hmm. thing at a time, you know, because they always ask for a glass of orange whilst I'm uh, like whatever. Um, yeah so <laughs> well, you're making notes for your podcast <laughs> yeah exactly it's like i'm busy <laughs> yeah good so i'm glad i'm not the only one that i guess part of it is like knowing coming on here to talk about learning you wonder if like am i the only guy that uh, like goes through these moments but now i know that andy does too so I, I'm, I'm pleased about that <laughs> well I, I could be a lunatic what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean when you're stuck on a job no i just think it's sometimes i think it's i i, I have to i uh uh I, I pinch myself sometimes because, I mean, the fact that, that someone looks to me as like the, the example of, of someone who's doing something right always amazes, always amazes me. You know what I mean? I get, I, 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 maybe this is true. There was a thread on the forum. God, what was it? Uh, I think Randy put it up. It was just like. Imposters? Well? Are we all imposters? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what, this is related. Absolutely. Yeah, the 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 fact right, that what we do is so technical, and we all know this experts conundrum, where the more you look, the more you see. So the guys of us who the guys here who have really looked deeply into things feel like they know less, and so in a way, the more you know, the more of an imposter you are. And I don't really think there's a way. I don't really think there's a way around that, you know. Yeah, I I just I find it like. Uh... I had on that on that panel that I was on the other day, I had, one of the students asked, you know, like, or, or expressed that um, that they were afraid to ask questions because they don't want to look stupid. Yeah, let's touch on that. I've got a good story. Let's do it. I, I we should when we post on the on the forum. I think I've long forgotten that other people are there. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> I, I think at the beginning I was, and I guess anyone on the forum should kind of try and do this. Just, just post, you know. So I, I, I was telling Randy the other day the stupidest post. I, I swore I wouldn't tell this. You can look it up on Facebook if you want. But the stupidest post I ever wrote was, um, I think I was in a really bad mood about calibrating monitors, which I, I couldn't figure out. And I bought a Macbeth chart and I, I posted. Can I hold up my Macbeth chart next to my monitor, twiddle the dials, and calibrate my monitor? (laughs) 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 And I just wanted it to be true, you know? I was like, can I just get this done? And uh, I think some very well-meaning flame ops, I think it was Paul Round, I don't know if he listens to this, he said, no, he doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I guess I realised at that point that I do care very much about what people think about what I post and I hate it when it doesn't, I post something that is stupid or doesn't get an answer, but 
but I do just carry on and post anyway because there's so much to gain from it, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess, yeah, I guess we all need to stop worrying about if we feel stupid on the forum and it's just, I, it should be a welcoming place. I actually think I responded to that post. <laughs> when, <laughs> you remember it? <laughs> well, because I remember, I remember asking a question, what's a Macbeth chart? I'd never heard that term before. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Great. It's like Dumb and Dumber. It's like, <laughs> it, it, here this? we are. Can yeah, I use this? And Andy's like, uh, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Here, here we are, pil pillars of the community. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. I feel so much. I feel much better. I didn't realize you'd uh, trump me. I didn't realize you'd be able to trump my stupidest post. <laughs> oh, it's a gift. It's actually, it's, it's something I've been working on for most of my, my life. It's, it's like there's, there, there is, there is this natural uh, aversion to, or this feeling rather, tendency to feel like self-conscious and, and, and what mm. are other people, we're, we're all, at, maybe as flame artists, maybe because you're, you know, flame artists are usually like a senior or a lead in that room with the client and everything. You're not, usually not relegated to like a, a, a corral of other uh, artists and workstations. It has some kudos, right? Yeah. Well, you yeah. feel like you're. Like you should know everything, and the yeah. reality is that we don't. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with with there's 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 only there's only everything to gain by asking for help by saying you know I don't know this. I mean I can't tell you. I've seen it my whole career. You know artists of every age of people who are afraid to ask like a coworker. Exactly. Hey, have you have you ever seen this or have you? I've seen them struggle. I've seen yeah. them, you know, uh, two, three, four, five times longer to do something. Yeah. Rather than just like say, hey, I, I need help, or have you seen this, or I, I'm running into a wall, or whatever. Yeah, one of my first employers said that to me. He said, Grant, it's okay to not know. That was about 20 years ago, 25 years ago, whenever it was, and I think I've paid lip service to that ever since. Yeah, I I try to believe it, but I'm still battling against it, you know. And it, you know, it's never going to go, is it? You still want to know. We're five percent uh, through Grant's list right now. It's yeah, great. exactly. There was some, moving on to <laughs> moving on to the B's. A's. <laughs> so, okay, so we've done stupid post. We've done. Um, <laughs> uh, we've done FBX. Join the. Okay, here's a here's a um, something about the 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 luck that you make. That um, so the way you learn stuff when you're not in control of all the parts. This was a. When I was trying to get this null into After Effects through, through Flame into track code, same thing. I was on this for a couple of days and um, I could get a camera into After Effects and I couldn't get the null to come through. And I remember I told you this, Andy, I went for a really, really long walk in Richmond Park. It was a Friday and it was the end of my week and it's like punctuating your week with um, something that wasn't working. And I felt like I was the only guy in the world who wanted to get an access into After Effects. And right at that moment, I, I probably was. And um, it, it, these are the moments like we, that I guess we all go through. That's what learning is. It's like, the, you know, the points where it's not working. So anyway, the next morning I wake up, I, head on pillow, eyes open, thinking, I bet there's a way I can do this. And I went downstairs and found a massive tutorial on something called Cineware, which is a, a plugin that helps you put things through C4D to get them into After Effects. Yes, but I remember this thread. I right, totally remember okay. this. Yes. Right. But it's massive. Okay. And I, and I don't, I don't want to be like, I haven't got a week. I've got like now, you know, <laughs> so this is a problem. I guess we come up against time and time again. So, but I happened to read in the intro for this huge tutorial that it shows you how to select um, objects for export in C4D. Now, at this point, something flickers, a faint recollection. And George Marm, if you're listening, this is for you. Two years ago, we had a conversation about external tagging in C4D. And right at that moment, this conversation comes back, which is pure luck, because you could never, you could never plan these strands coming together like this. I don't know what external tagging is, but now I'm on a roll. I'm scanning the list. I see tagging. I select it. I have no clue what I'm doing, but I click the button, load it in, and boom, we're back. <laughs> so the whole thing is fitted together. And I, I think that um, it just proves that you're, you're, you're foraging here. Uh, and sometimes the strands really come together and you get that piece of luck that you're looking for. At that point, we're... 
I mean, the the walk you would do around Richmond Park after that would be like with a swagger, with the confidence, <laughs> with, with a smirk, with a, you know, I'm back in the there, game. I can do this. I'm a tough guy. Like you know, it's the opposite, right? Yep. There are animated birds flying around exactly. and landing on your shoulder, and you know, draping, uh, you know, uh, uh, draping like a ribbon on you, you know, yeah. a sash that says, you know, victorious. Yes. Exactly. It's a shame that it's it's one or the other, but yeah, I mean, this does happen. It happens a lot. I tend to find that you're there's a load of stuff that isn't working and a load of stuff that is, and I guess the game is to keep them balanced. Do you know what I mean? There's just mm -hmm. like the, the there's constantly stuff that you're just like I'm just gonna have to leave that till later, and there's constantly stuff like oh it just broke through there, like I, I got that, you know, and and all, all we're really doing is keeping going. You, you don't really need to keep a scorecard and and get to the end point. You just need to keep that balance, you know. Mm -hmm of like wins and losses so um, i think you're right yeah. i think you're right i, I want to just say that uh, you know you 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 touched on something i think about learning and, and maybe one of the byproducts of always being in the mindset of learning is like you said you, you for no apparent reason whatsoever you remembered a conversation you had with george like two years ago about or something that was meant like if your brain is always looking for connections yeah if you're always trying to problem solve, then those things, and you, and you do that on a regular basis, you just, you know, yeah. this thing of lifelong learning, then yeah. those moments just happen. They just they happen. They do. Yeah. Where you yeah. go like, oh, you, yes, I remember like that. Your job is, is to keep diving in, right? That's mm -hmm. it. That's your only job. Just keep rotating the schedule. Just keep looking. If it works, if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. Just keep on looking. And then those connections, you get them for free and they're amazing. And, and mm -hmm. that, you're like, yes. You know, it kind of, justifies what you're doing right 100 percent. cool um okay so i put together a quick um uh um overview of uh things that uh you might want to learn i put uh, we talked we touched uh, on nuke earlier um i actually wrote a blog recently about flame and nuke and how they <clears throat> they're often put in competition with each other but more often than not, <clears throat> Flame, as we probably all know, is for fast turnaround, job management, the color science is great, all those things. The beauty work is fantastic. It's got some really complex tools. It's a, you know, it's a powerful system. But sometimes you want to stop and go for a bigger shot that might require some more complex tools and you might choose Nuke. And they actually marry up very, very well together. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm probably realizing you don't need to know all of both. Uh, I mean, I tend to do everything in Flame and I jump onto Nuke for maybe particles or camera tracking or uh, maybe time warping and um, and then go back. Uh, I wrote that good, um, some really good apps have some really bad old fashioned tools that we can leave now. So it's not even a great idea to um, specialize in one super app anymore. You've probably got to look at what your clients are sending you and carve up what's on the market and marry that up so that you make your own pipeline. Well, that's something that's happening to me in remote anyway. I don't know if that's true in, <clears throat> in facilities. Um, I've invested in things like Mocha, uh, things like unlink tracking, I think are genius, which reverses the process and helps when things go off screen. Um, it's stabilized module. I don't need to mention Power Mesh. Everybody loves that. Silhouette Paint. Um, I've put down uh, dust busting, uh, tightly track, tracked uh, paint strokes. But funnily enough, um, separating the color pass from the detail, I've found to be fantastic for painting uh, textures. A hundred percent. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna spill a little secret about yeah. uh, about Logic Live. I mean that it's very difficult to find people to come and present, and maybe for the reason that we talked about earlier is it's you know the the you're putting yourself out there in front of absolutely yeah you know but so i'm always like the, the the number one motivation for me in terms of like who's going to appear when is i'm just trying to find somebody who's willing to present right yeah that, that, that that's like an invitation right to whoever's out there thinking they could do this it would be great that, i guess that's what i'm doing you're super yeah great. oh yeah. totally it's always an open invitation hmm. but Part of the part, another that's that's number one. Number two on the list of why I pick who I pick or when it goes, is because it's something I want to learn. So I had the guys from Silhouette. I had the guys from Mocha. I had uh, uh, Dave Johns did Resolve and Christoph did Nuke, 
and I had the neat video guys on. Oh, neat video. It's the only one of its kind, too. That's got to be in your arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the thing. Before, the only thing I ever did with neat video was, like, you know, select a box and press auto and then go. And that's it. I didn't know anything else, and I didn't care. Nine times out of ten, that's enough, but it does go a lot deeper, but doesn't dude, it? dude, so I had those guys on, and it was like, this is, oh, this is amazing. So, but that's, like, that what you just described about, about almost, it's almost like being, a, like, an artisan, like a renaissance person, you know, uh, and not being um, married to one app totally, you know, and, and, and just mastering that. Well, that's that's what's happened to me. Yeah, I don't know if that's true for everyone, but yeah. Well, that's been my way of learning and been my, my, my entree. into so like, I, I never used Mocha, ever. I always said that looks totally awesome, but mm. I already know how to roto things. And I yeah. have the GMask Tracer, and why would I ever need to spend my time? So then all of a sudden, uh, Power Mesh comes out. Yeah. And I needed that exact thing. I was trying to, I needed to make a piece of geometry to project something on, like onto the body. And I just dove right in. And so I, I so far I haven't used Mocha for every possible roto task I've ever needed. Yeah. But I'm using it more and more for certain things. Yeah. And, and now that it's OFX, as most of Oh my God, it's are. right there. Well, I mean, in many ways, that's why we're talking about all this because they're, cause they're, they used to be like an export away and that's enough for you to never use it. <laughs> you Bingo. know, when you're in heat of battle, you know, you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're steaming, gunning for the finish line and mm -hmm. you're not going to stop an export. But now OFX is like made, ah, right there. So all these things, maybe, maybe that's why we're talking about them now because they've come, they've really come into play, yeah. you know. Kudos to them. But you're right. But like finding even like you said that with uh, silhouette, with being able to paint on the detail versus the uh, the color, it's just find that one thing, that one that, thing that that, that tool is really good that, at. And it's like that amazing. That was a funny one. I thought silhouette paint, it was sold as this. Uh, it was amazing that you could track your paint strokes. And it, and it is, but um, always for me, a, a track and roto in flame beats it. Apart from, I realized when you get right down to dust busting, because you, mm -hmm. you can't, it, when it, it's only when it gets... Um, detailed enough that you can't actually make 50 g masks and track them all because you're going to go crazy and then suddenly you're like oh silhouette paint's actually the only tool on the market that can do that job mm -hmm. uh, and that that's a that's a kind of fun moment when you realize you've spent whatever it is 300 quid on it and then and then you do it you do a job and you realize it's just paid its way for the year that's right. a lovely moment or when mocha saves a uh, a, mo a job that you know and you're like i paid this and that job was that and it's great i mean that that's yep. there's a little ticker tape because obviously I, I pay for these things myself and every there's a little ticker tape parade in my head every time i <laughs> you know like a job goes okay because of that tool you know the same is true of um i mean i've got to give credit to uh, like trap code i know mm -hmm. those guys out there that do fantastic stuff with flame particles but i just skipped right past that to be honest and went for the two minute trap code test that looks beautiful Mm -hmm. uh, Magic Bullet, big fan. You've got to have After Effects because of the warp stabilizer. Everybody knows that. <laughs> but it's still an export away. You, they need to make an OFX version of After Effects. Yeah. And then we're sorted. Um, the only other thing was I'm having a look at Cinema 4D at the moment and I have so got to limit myself to um, understanding that I will never like be a... I don't want to be a 3D person. So knowing when to stop. Do you know what I mean? Like... Mm -hmm. uh, have a look at an app, but uh, I don't want to take it too far. Um, so uh, that um, that's oh yeah yeah. I'm so I'm using this system at the minute to try and crack calibration. And this is sometimes I speak to people about what, calibrating monitors, and um, most people like their eyes glaze over and they don't want to do it, or they've got a professional to do it. And Okay, when I got into it, I, I think I can see why, actually. It's like um, they speak in a different uh, tone of voice in color calibration. The, in the instruction manual for how to calibrate your grade one, it, it starts with things like, for the competent individual, you will soon understand. And you're like, what? Did you just judge me? <laughs> this is like engineering speak. <laughs> but did this instruction manual just comment on my competence? <laughs> and um, and that's how they talk. You know, they understand that some people are competent and some are fools who should never be in calibration. <laughs> um, so, so it's a tough nut to crack. And I, I've been doing 20 minutes a day for... Um, 
a couple of weeks and I've got my black levels spot on and my white levels and my little gamma curve and I think my colors are looking good. So there's way more to do though. And I'm just going to keep on fine tuning from here. So That's it's like kind of using this to push into things that I want to look at without um, driving myself crazy. It's become a hobby, for example, you know. Mm -hmm. That's great. Cool. And we're going to end on my um, Aces Anonymous uh, pledge, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Should I do it? It's a 12-step program. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is um, Aces Anonymous. I, Grant McKean, confess to knowing nothing much of value about Aces. I recognise that the status quo cannot continue. I cannot go on lying to myself and to my clients. Therefore, I commit to 20 minutes Aces investigation every weekday until such time as I am ready to switch to the linear workflow. I promise to do this even on client days, and we'll get out of bed early if I have to. Signed, Grant McKean. Who will join me? <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is the greatest thing I've ever heard. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you can cut it. <laughs> uh, okay, that's it. That's it for me. <laughs> I hope that was okay. That was a lot of fun. Oh, it's great, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I, um, I really respect your, uh, your, your passion for this. I mean, to to the audience at home who's who's listening at home, you know, I, 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 I was told by Randy that Grant want, Grant has something to say, something he wants to talk about, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I had no idea. Like, I really thought that we were gonna, we were gonna have a conversation where you were gonna tell me about like, you know, where you went to uni and. And yeah. how you got, what was the Some first time you shit. saw flame and, <laughs> and, uh, and those are great conversations. They really, really are. It's a, you know, it's, it's a great way to get to know somebody, but I, and, and I love having them, but I never in my wildest dreams thought that this was the kind of stuff that we were going to cover. And, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Like I said, at the top of this, there's like, I feel the same way. I, there's like, a, we have a connection now. Like, you Good. know, I found, I found a brother Good. who, uh, who, who cool. has the same passion for, for uh for learning it's 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 the thing like i said that got me it's that frame of mind it's that like that passion that got me into this it's yeah. not a job it's a career i love this i love every day of it i yeah. love figuring things out i love learning new things i love moving the ball forward great so thank you and, thank and you very hopefully much hopefully there's other guys on the forum who feel the same and who operate the same who've now heard us talk like this like i guess it's okay to talk like this you know and um and just be honest about what you know and what you don't know and i hope it, um that, that we talked about this being artist profiles it's quite an interesting point that some of the people you have on have clearly are just intelligent guys with um with some research behind them and they're they've come up to contribute something directly to the community and when we were chatting about doing this, it's like, it's clear that well, not everyone's in that position. Like you know, it, it, most people have just got their own perspective. So I guess what we were talking about was artist profiles and whether there's going to be like other people coming up and just saying how they do it. Then that's that's probably a nice thing to do for the forum, isn't it? I mean, I I listen to the forum when I clean my house every Sunday morning for twenty minutes, <laughs> and um, and so if there are other guys like me saying the same saying how they do it then i'd be listening to that mm -hmm. and then and then chatting to them afterwards and then the, they would be guys that i know and that's how the group will evolve do you know what i mean we'll all get to know each other a little better so that that would be cool totally all right all right my friend well thank you very much my pleasure i have a covid jab to go yeah have you now. decided which shoulder you're going to use Left well, right? I, do you get to decide which one you're going to have i think i'm getting the much maligned astrazeneca there's oh. the political football of great britain like they hate it in europe <laughs> and um, apparently it's going to give me a blood clot and everything but hey our pubs are open so I'm so that's yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a balancing act there yeah right yeah so and if you're anything to go by i'm going to be a little bit sick tomorrow right which one did oh, you Oh, that was it? just on the – I got the Pfizer, but that was just on my second jab. The first jab, I was totally fine. I didn't feel anything. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the second one uh, kind of hit me uh, okay. with a little, you know, I just felt lethargic. But uh, cool. Uh, I feel great now, and I'm ready to go to that pub. I can't wait. 
Good stuff. All right, Andy, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I hope we'll do it again. I'll see you soon. You got it, my brother. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Everyone knows that Boris FX makes the best plugins in the business. Mocha, Sapphire, Silhouette Paint, Continuum, and the new Optics. You can save 15% on all of Boris FX plugins, either standalone or subscription, by using the code LOGIC-15 at checkout. That's capital L, lowercase o-g-i-k, dash one five at checkout. This episode of the Logic Podcast is brought to you by Cinesis.io. To find out more about their remote workflow solutions, check them out at Cinesis.io. See you next time.